welcome back to the Pink Hoodie Podcast. I'm here with my good friend. We've known each other for like four, four years probably. Yeah, it's almost three. Three? Yeah. Almost three years then. Give it up for the very funny comic, Matt Blank, everybody. (laughs) Uh, That's what I'm used to to at the open mics, you know. Give it up and then there's no sound. (laughs) Thanks for having me, buddy. I'm excited. There's no sound because it's just I know, I know. I just thought you'd have a crowd that would cheer me on. My dog was one to watch. uh, She was nice. You could put some uh, crowd noise in the background. True. I do do have the ability to make (laughs) noises and posts. Good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hell yeah. Excited to be here. Yeah. Take the couches. I bought these couches with my own money. Did you really? 50 bucks each. Nice. Is this leather? No. No. I don't know what this is. It might. It's like. Feels like suede. Yeah, I think it's suede. Fake suede? It's like the shoes, like the material that Converse shoes are made out of. Oh, really? Suede. (laughs) Like your shoes. That's. Oh, yeah. I think think that's suede. Yeah. I don't know. It's fancy. Anyway. This house is six <laughs> times bigger than my house. I know it's not yours, so I'm That's not, not, I'm not, I'm not we re, we did giving redid you credit it. for it. But. We redid it. My dad's about to retire. Good for him. He's mad old. Good for What's him. It, does he have a job outside of the Christian books? Yeah. Like he, he's had a career outside yeah. of that. That's not where he made his... No, fortune. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, uh, he's a guidance counselor. Uh, word. Right here at this high school? No. Oh, okay. He's in Reading. Oh, cool. Reading okay. School District. Nice. He has one more month and it'll be done. He'll be done. No kidding. Good for him. Forever. Yeah. God damn. My mom has like Lucky two more bastard. years of being a teacher's aide. Teacher's aide. Yeah. Man. So jealous. I have like one more month of like somewhat freedom. <laughs> yeah. And then my dad's going to be here 24-7. Oh my God. And then I'm going to have to. You're going to be like bosom buddies. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to get cabin fever and like Hell yeah, kill the whole family like in The Shining. You might want to skip that part, but I'll probably <laughs> maybe just find look into yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean bleep it out. I just meant don't actually do it. And no, then, I won't uh, do it. <laughs> maybe look start looking for an apartment. Yeah. Maybe you could uh sh- I don't mean shack up with someone, find a roommate type person. I was going to roommate with Andrew Brooks actually. Okay. He just moved out, but okay. I don't have enough money and okay. I just lost my job. That's not a good recently. Start. So that renewal I guess I can't say that. No, you can say that. Actually, no, it was a... (coughs) Bless you. It was a different place. Oh, my. Uh, I'm allergic to good times, brother. (laughs) (laughs) It was a more recent place. Okay. Anyway, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a job's going to be key to affording a place. Mm -hmm. I'm in a much different stage in life, but I'm still broke. You have children. I have children. How many children do you have? Two children. Two children? Yep. Nice. Seven and four. Boy and girl? Boy and boy. Boy and boy. Yeah, man. B&B. B&B, just (laughs) straight (laughs) boys only. Boys club. That's what uh, I have a brother, and it's just me and him. Yeah. So the same lineup. I I don't... It's like I know so many people in my age group, friend group, that have kids... Mm-hmm. And it seems like so many had either, you know, either two boys or two girls, but very few had a, had a one of each. Mm. So I don't know if there's something in the, in the fucking in the water, water these days or what. Yeah. Flint, Michigan. All the hormones and they put in the food. Yeah. The water's making the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Ribbit, ribbit. Uh, yep. That, that water. Are they close? Are they close? I'm not close with my brother. Well, they're young. But 
they hate each other for the most part. I don't know. They, it's it's constant ebb and flow with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the older one obviously runs the roost. So like anytime if he's not feeling it, mm-hmm. then he's just an asshole to his brother. The younger one adores him and like would I think would play with him all the time. But it's more like if the older one thinks he's too cool or not. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he does. Sometimes they'll play great, and then other times, you know. He won't want to, or he'll want to do something where, you know, if he wants to play baseball, mm-hmm. the other one can't really keep up. So I don't yeah. know. It's weird. I, I was a single child and then my parents were divorced mm-hmm. and then my dad remarried, but I was, it might've been like 12 or 13. And then I have a stepbrother, but I lived a long time, as the my formative one. years as, a, as an only child. So mm-hmm. seeing the, I don't know how brothers are supposed to act <laughs> yeah. at that, especially at that age. They're supposed to like each other and then really hate each other. Okay. So I think hopefully eventually they like each other. That's most. Yeah. I'm more worried about long term. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't want them to hate each other now, but they're still young. Yeah. I think the younger one's going to end up bigger and kick the older one's ass eventually. And I, I tell him not in so many words, but I say you better watch out because I think, like my son, the oldest is built looks. I don't know. Looks like my twin, mm-hmm. but then. Um, the uh, the youngest takes on more from like my wife's side, like her dad, who's not as tall as you, but taller than me. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm projecting he's gonna be a bruiser. Yeah, yeah. I actually was bigger than my brother. Okay. Like he used to like wail on me. Yeah, right. And then and did then, the tides turn? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like he just like stopped because <laughs> he knew you'd kick, yeah. get to the point where you could kick his ass. That's I can't kick very many people's asses. I don't think, but I can kick my brother <laughs> right, that's all go. that matters yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day and my dad well he's like old now yeah that would that would be sad, That'd be sad. You beat your dad. I, would, I would never beat up my dad there's a weird shift there because there's a time where you definitely can't take him and then by the time you can same yeah. way with my dad's like it's like a rapid older getting frail yeah it's like i yeah what a horrible person i would be to kick his ass now no just to prove that i can <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what to do yeah all right i love you dad but Four years coming, dude. You. <laughs> I'm gonna take your ass down. So how have you been? Pretty good, man. I'm just staying busy. I mean, family life is encompassing. It takes yeah. a lot of time. So uh, that that that's so much going on. I'm coaching my son. My seven year old plays baseball, so I mm-hmm. coach that, which is fun, super fun. I dig it, but it's you know, exhausting. It's busy. It can be. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun, but you know. At the end of the day, like yesterday, we, well, we had practice Friday nights. We have it, and it, we were there till like, I don't know, 7.30 or 7.45. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, I'm not going to complain about it. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, I, I sign up to coach, so it's uh-huh. not. But it, it, I love it, but it is, it takes a lot of time. But yeah. so I just try to, you know, I've been trying to hit three open mics a week, but it's mm-hmm. two to three. It's super convenient being living in Millersville and Phantom Power. I can, you know, walk to. So yeah. not that I go every week, but it's certainly like, Very I don't know. I could go after convenient. the kids go to bed. I can walk down. It's like I'm not using up like a a dad-only night. Yeah. <laughs> like, honey, it's right there. So yeah, right. It, well, yeah. My wife's very cool considering I do a good bit. That's good. Of comedy things, you know. How is, I've never, I don't think I've met your wife. Oh, you haven't? I don't think so. She's come to a couple shows. I think you might have randomly out of like one of the early Phantom Power showcases we came down for. 
Okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I might have been on drugs. <laughs> good point. If I was, uh, if I don't remember, I apologize. Uh, it doesn't matter. To me. <laughs> I don't even remember. I just, I'm assuming she, she, I, you know, it goes in spurts. Uh huh. Like, what's her name? Leah. Leah. Like today, um, like I said, that we're going to watch the game. I didn't realize we were going to go so early. So mm-hmm. like she, I think was a little like miffed, like we're going at two. I'm like, well, I didn't know we were going at two until the other day, you know? Mm-hmm. So that there's definitely, there's times with, at least from the comedy perspective where it just is like, man, I wish I had nothing going on and I could just yeah. d- dive into it. But then there's, there's struggles with that too. I True. And I have nothing going on and I, right. It's, it's easier said than done. Well, that's what I mean. It's easier said than done. And being in my situation in some ways I, it helps me utilize my time better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because I have these other responsibilities. And so it's like, I got to make some of this stuff count. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that I always do it, but that's to try the way I, I try to look at it. Like, it's, it's not just a hobby. And yeah. Sometimes I take it too seriously mm-hmm. and then I get all bummed. I remember like I, Phantom Power, I had a, well, I had a heart to heart and you were listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know. That doesn't make it real heart to heart, but. I took, you know what I mean? I, it, I, like, I'm sensitive about it and, and, mm-hmm. and it hurts when it doesn't go well. So, yeah. I was pouring my heart out. It's funny, like, like a 38 year old man's like talking to, like, a, I don't know, you might have been 21 at the time. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. No problem. No, it's nice to, sometimes you just gotta let it all out, I guess. I feel like I'm a pretty good, like, listener for my age. You did very, yeah, you listened very well. I appreciate it because. I don't know, you know, and it's one of those things that's like nice to talk to someone that understands in a sense, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was early on in it, so I didn't have many people, Mm -hmm. I really had no one, you know what I mean, I, there was, I only knew a couple of you guys, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was back when we were outside in the summer. Oh, yeah, then it got cold and we were burning those (laughs) trash cans. Barrels, yeah. That was fun. Oh, I, I kind of hate it outside. Shows. It sucks so bad, but like I do have some nostalgia for it because I, yeah. I, was, I did do an open mic in two two thousand like eighteen. I went to uh, Chameleon. It was upstairs, mm-hmm. but I had played music for a long time, and I at that time I was really I was still busy with music. But the the open mic did kick my ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely. Um, so between it kicking my ass and having the music stuff, it was like there was. I didn't have time to like dive into trying to do comedy really, but mm-hmm. so basically when they started outside at Phantom Power, that's when I really was like, I wasn't really doing music. I'm like, they starting it down the street. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm ever going to do it, now's the time. So I, like I said, there's a bit of a nostalgia for me there, mm-hmm. even though yeah. it fucking sucks. Yeah. Comedy outside is, it's rough. Be, it's very brutal. Especially open mic. I mean, you know, like <laughs> people just sitting there in the cold. Just yeah, listening. right. Like hating. Yeah, you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, and then you're up there shivering. Yeah, seeing your like, breath. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I think the pain. I, I have like a rosier view of it than mm-hmm. than it was, but rose colored glasses. Yeah, I did learn a lot. mm Hmm. Um, so that was cool. You know, like, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm just going to try to find the positive, but yeah, comedy outside sucks. I will say doing the one, if you know who Thomas Johnson is up in Harrisburg, I I did one outside with him or whatever. And, but that's a black show. So there's just, Uh 
the crowd, like you can hear people. You don't hear the fucking planes, you know. Yeah. Open mic was just like the coolest part of open mic was remember they used to have those little cats that would come and oh, yeah. like, oh, look cats. at the cats. <laughs> that was the best part. And sometimes maybe if you're lucky, you could riff a couple of cat chips. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look at this pussy. Uh, yeah, oh. I made, I literally made that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much that joke. I think yeah. everyone did, but hack shit. It's, a good, it's, it's fine to be hacked sometimes. You gotta do it. If anyone laughs, I'll take a laugh. I'll be hacky as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on stage and people are laughing, like, you soak it in. It's just like, yeah. how you're much and you're like, they shouldn't be laughing at me right now. This isn't very good. Yeah. I was like, I get like in my head, like, some, if something's like, I think too hacky, I just like won't like write about it. But I feel like I've like missed the opportunity to write like good jokes yeah but it's like, hard sometimes i get too in like my head about like oh has someone said something similar to this before is it yeah i hear you I and hear i like you. google it and it's like it's hard to tell joke about yeah i've done that weed suppositories in your ass <laughs> yeah yeah the, the thing is like if you i listen like being older I mean, I like all the new up-and-comer whatever comics, too, but mm-hmm. I still go back to the well of, like, what I was listening to when I was, you know, your age or when I was a teenager and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Dave Attell all the time and, I don't know, whoever, Mitch Hedberg or whatever it is, but going back and listening, or Chris Rock even, or Louis C.K. or whoever it is, like, you listen to their stuff from 15, 20 years ago, and it's just, like, they're covering topics that are covered. Cover. So it's, like, yeah. trying to find, I think, that line of, yeah. like... You don't want to do with their exact bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's going to be making joke. Like, can you come up with a funny slant on the topic, I guess? Does that make sense? Yeah. Because, like, I, it's hard. Like, I joke about the kids, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's obviously pretty much my whole freaking act. But mm-hmm. at some open mics, I swear, I went to Church of Satire and, like, four people, including myself, were like, well, I have two kids. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. fuck, well, that's my whole act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, like, one topic. It's, like, literally... So it's like, sometimes you, I want to abandon everything, but yeah. it works. I don't want to do it. I don't know. Like I said, there's a, there's a weird line of like, am I totally ripping this off? Is the is the topic so stupid that everyone's thought of it? Yeah. Or does this stuff make me laugh and I actually think it's funny? No, I feel you. I don't know. I thought about that like, with like jokes about like rehab and shit. Like yeah. John Mulaney's special just came he out just and came I was like, Oh fuck! I didn't know. <laughs> Hopefully, he won't say my yeah salad dressing rehab joke. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, but like, oh good. Thank I God. was like, I know you're yeah, worried about it. I was because that about once he puts it into into the atmosphere, the ether, you can't do it anymore. But mine Even technically could, was in the ether before. I guarantee you, there's so many. But once someone puts it out like that, you're you're fucked. Yeah. Uh there was definitely a Chris Rock. Luckily, my jokes aren't as good as John Mulaney, so he didn't take any of them. <laughs> That's not true. Um, there's some, like, I was listening to this Chris Rock. His, like, first CD was in, like, 1990, and he makes mm-hmm. a joke about, like, I, I took my AIDS test, got a 81 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, there's still, like, <coughs> you go to the comedy zone, you're going to hear that joke, like, three times a night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not knocking anybody, it's just like, in my head, now that I heard it, I had heard people say it yeah. before, and then I hear this, it's like, you know. We um, should be telling people, right, if their bits are, like, stolen. I guess. I don't right? know. It's one of those things that's like, <coughs> I've, I've heard those people, like I've laughed person. that other people say it. 
like because I had no idea, I thought it was theirs. And I don't know that they consciously like if yeah. you start to think about it, maybe that's one of those like parallel thinking things where or maybe it's subconscious, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't know that they literally were like you know, listen to Chris Rock, and then that night we're like, I'm using yeah. that joke. More no, I so, know. like, yeah, I like, don't know, it's hard. You want to think someone's coming at it with a pure intention. At yeah. Least. I, That's like the only code, really, of comedy is like, don't are you steal. trying not to steal? Yeah. Yeah, don't steal, but I, yeah, I mean, I guess number two is, Try like, are you literally steal. trying to be original and not, like, yeah, yeah just totally telling somebody else's jokes? Mm-hmm. Which makes it so hard, because you got to spend so much time dying yeah. to find a fucking nugget. <laughs> and then, I died but, last week at Phantom. It was not good. I died at Phantom 99% of the time. It was like older people and like I usually I feel like the young yeah, children so, like my stuff better than Yeah, the it's older the exact people. opposite for me. Yeah. When it's like the college kids and there's such a good energy and then I get up there and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so bad. Like, hello, kids. <laughs> hello, hello, kids. I just can't relate. I, you think you can, but you can't. Like, all the things I did at that age aren't cool anymore. Sadly. Like what? Drinking and drugging. People I don't think... I think they do. I, I, and I don't think it should be cool. People love it. Have you seen Euphoria? It's like... Well, not the people that... Not the people showing up at Phantom Power. Uh, <laughs> the college kids that are... They don't seem... They are those kids. Quite as hardcore. No. They seem more of the theater type. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. I just mean, you know, it's cool necessarily... Like, People don't drink now, and it's like, it can't yeah. be cool. It wasn't cool 20 years ago. Back in my oh, day. Oh, not drinking wasn't cool? Yeah. 20 years ago? No, yeah. You're like, well, who's this nerd? What's wrong with him? Thank God I'm sober now. Yeah, good for you. And I'm not and trying not to glamorize it. It's 20 just years different. Ago. No, 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 I meant like time period-wise. Yeah, it would be very hard to fit in. People would be like, gay? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Even gay people would be like, gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It'd be hard to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, now it's like... It's cool. I mean, I dig it. It's just I feel like an idiot making drinking and driving jokes to a bunch of like nineteen year old kids who th- I have grown up fu- thinking that's a terrible thing to do. I think that's funny, but I'm also like demented. <laughs> yeah, right, you're so, more like, deranged than the typical. Yeah, that's all right. I appreciate you, bud. That's why I can be here and talk to you. Yeah, freely. I'm like a non-judgmental, demented person. You'll at least listen with an open heart, yeah, and an open mind. I don't think I'm judging at all. Answer. No, I don't think so. It's more so, I think, the crowds, the different places kind of just in general bring in different crowds. And, and some mm-hmm. places seem to have, or, you know, some crowds, I guess, not some places, but, you know, sometimes the crowd seems more judgmental than others. Yeah. Even like from week to week, you might say the same joke and one, and I don't know. People and maybe it's that. how you set it up, but there's definitely times where. I don't mean you in particular. I mean, yeah. you know, in general, mm-hmm. I've definitely had that, where I've like said a joke and then there's like quiet, cringy, and then and then a week later or two weeks later, it seems to it doesn't kill. But, you know what I mean? It seems like people actually like will at least let you joke about something. I don't know. Yeah, the crowd's so like- integral, but blaming the crowd is like such a mistake because people, I think, use that as a crutch. Uh. Not that the crowd I think isn't. Sometimes the crowd is. It, be I think they. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not ass. disagreeing there. I think the crowd is definitely to blame. Sometimes I just. I try to take my the crowd out of, it, as yeah. every time and just be like, what did I? What can I do better? 
Mm-hmm. Because there's certain people that like kill every crowd, it seems. Yeah. So getting to that point, which is very difficult. I feel like there's some people in like the crowd who are like moral, like grandstanding. Mm-hmm. And if you bring up a subject, that's yeah, like, they'll just they won't. No, no, no. Yeah, right. And I think I don't know. I don't think comedians sh- should be riding towards so- the thing that's like the most moral or whatever. No way. I think it should be the most funny. I agree 100%. Yeah, I mean, up. what is funny to you may be me, the, the moral side of it. Yeah. So that's okay. But yeah, going for that. Like, if you're trying to win over the audience, you're yeah. missing the whole point. Yeah. Like, if your whole thing is like, I'm going to, this audience is going to love me because I'm this, you know, that's yeah. that's bullshit. Here's a quote from Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay. He said, uh, if you're trying to please everybody, you're pleasing nobody. Right. There you go pretty easy for him to so say then he, he was the biggest comic in the world yeah like, right and then used his power he's like i'm not trying to please everyone <laughs> yeah right trying to please myself yeah with your blacked out <laughs> mouth <laughs> body yeah body uh well he, sh- he should be in jail he, um, he was for a minute wasn't he yeah he got out though uh, yeah oh yeah he's gonna go on a tour isn't he he said that he said i don't that. know if he's going that to. would be an interesting tour would you go to the Cosby tour? I, I don't know. I mean, it's I. I've never. I liked the show when I was a kid, you know. I guess, mm-hmm. but I I can't say I'm really familiar with his comedy. Mm-hmm. I guess the. I probably wouldn't because unless he came to like Lancaster, which he wouldn't. <laughs> like I wouldn't want to put in the effort in my head. Saying right now, what like oh, gave- the spectacle would be amazing, yeah. but like the when I think it through, like the effort and the money and the time it would take to to actually go. Yeah. and do it I wouldn't do it I don't care that much mm-hmm. but to like I would, like a live like that Chris Rock thing if they did yeah. like a Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby live. live dude I would selective outrage <laughs> yeah I would it's absolutely the same name. yeah same name same jokes <laughs> I would absolutely watch that like yeah. I would set up the night like hey this is what we're doing tonight 8 o'clock kids are in bed or whatever yeah. that, that would be great <laughs> what if he came to Phantom Power then I would be there yeah. <laughs> we would ha- we would be obliged to go. We would I would, have to, we would go. have to. You would have to go then. Have I couldn't miss it in my own backyard. Phantom. Yeah, exactly. Have to have to support Phantom, but also it's like <laughs> I could walk. Like it could be ten minutes before his set. Yeah. I could just walk down. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, if Greg listens, he should try to get Cosby. Or who yeah. who books the? I guess T's more integral on the comedy side of the booking there. I don't know. I think so. Anyway. I don't think T would go for Cosby. I doubt it. I don't think Cosby would go for Phantom Power. (laughs) Maybe like the tour starts in big places and it dwindles down. It dwindles down because less people come and then he ends up like on Phantom Phantom Power. He's like, I was off Broadway. (laughs) The Hershey Theater. Yeah. But they won't have it. They say it's problematic, so I'm going for Phantom Power. Yeah. They said I'm a bit of an issue. (laughs) That'd be funny. I want to go on the record? Rape is bad. Very, very much. Bill so. Cosby's a bad person. Terrible person. We're just joking about horrible things. Nah, you know. That's why we're the best. So why did you? That's why people are listening still. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> How far are we in? Half hour? Did we make it? I mean, like to this podcast. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. As, right as now. a whole, oh, oh. as a whole podcast. Just the first thing. twenty minutes, and then they're down there. No, I meant like. All the episodes. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised people still listen oh, after yeah. like 40 episodes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, smash that like button.
Oh yeah. This will be on YouTube. The audio. Can you like AI or us talking? I probably could, but I don't know cool. how to do that. No, that'd be cool. But I, I have no idea how to do it either. That's cool. So what made you want to do comedy? So I always liked and wanted, you know, the idea of doing comedy anyway. I uh, always did dumb shit, you know, and sketches and movies stuff with friends even in <clears throat> high school and stuff. So mm-hmm. comedy in general was in my world and I always, you know, loved it. But when I got to college, I, I played sports mainly in high school. And then uh, when I went to college, I wasn't playing sports anymore. So mm-hmm. I got into music. So I guess there was a time I was really into music too, you know. So I started playing the drums then. But anyway, that carried me through. But I have a bit of a, I don't like have a bucket list of places to go. Mm-hmm. I have more of like a art things or projects I like wanted to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and some of it was like older stuff with my band or bands at the time, like trying to get spread the word and things like that. Oh, but once stand up, yeah, <laughs> just about Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, those commercials are funny. On he gets us. Do you watch? Those yeah, commercials? I've. I used to. The first one I saw I was like, "This is a good. This is good. This is good." Jesus ever. <laughs> yeah. And then it got annoying after a while. I was like, "All right." Does Jesus really need ads? Or I guess people are people really leaving like, Jesus, and that's what they're trying to capture, or are they just. Are they wooding Jesus? Are they well? I mean, are are they trying to bring people back to the church or or engage so. again? Because I know people like more like each generation kind of probably the church lessens the power of the I think the so. local church anyway, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird to like see ads for Jesus on TV. Yeah, not a specific church. It's like he gets us, and there's like a black baby and a white baby like hugging <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'm like okay jesus yeah yeah they were just i mean it's it's fine i have no problem with them having commercials for him or anything uh-huh. i just it's just weird to see because there's all serious you know yeah. and there's like you're what it's like what is this it's like about? a civil rights advertisement yeah right it really is yeah it's just a weird vibe for the um the tone is weird <laughs> i it's guess better than it? like the rapey Touching children tone. Yeah. I guess that's what they're trying to win him back. Protestantism and Catholicism. Yeah. Very true. They're changing the narrative. You're yeah, right, like, though. It has that civil rights feel. Yeah, it really like, does. It's like... They judge Jesus, too. That was the one of them, isn't it? Judge Jesus? They did not judge <laughs> what? Jesus. Like Judge Judy? They judge G- Jesus is what the commercial says. But I like that. Uh, judge Jesus. I'm making that's my podcast right there. I just <laughs> that's good. Can I can I quote that? He can multiply his. Gavels. I'll just I'll go through all of the issues of the day, and then I'll we'll go to someone will play Jesus, Judge Jesus, <laughs> and then he'll make his final judgment on the matter. I mean, and I'm I'm spitballing soul. here. I'm spitballing. And on your soul at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we'll eat his body live on air. And drink his blood. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's in the Patreon, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's gonna cost you six ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. <laughs> or ten percent of your income. Whoa, tithing. Okay, that would be way better. Did you? I could retire. Did you grow up religious? No. Okay. My dad <coughs> grew up Jew- uh, Jewish. He's from Jersey, mm-hmm. and then um, he never stuck with it. But he was raised, you know, Jewish and 
bar mitzvah and all that. But then, like, when he was, like, he, like, rejected it when he was 16 or 17 or whatever. Uh, sorry, my parents just got back. Yeah. That's what I was looking. Not there. They can't hear us. Okay, good. Don't hear me talk about God. Jesus. It's not being projected through the whole house or no. our sound system. That would be funny if they That would be that. so funny, but I don't think they would like the Judge Jesus aspect of the convo. No. <clears throat> um, anyway, so, and then my mom was raised Catholic in Lancaster, and then mm-hmm. my dad moved here to go to like a two-year technical, he's a carpenter, you know, and nice. then that's how they met, yada, yada. So... Uh, he wasn't like he never was religious, and then my mom. Catholics are pretty subdued, but my mom's like the black sheep of her family anyway, so she has a weird, I'm sure, relationship with that religion shit. But it was never anything that was talked about between my parents and me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. And then my mom split, and then <clears throat> I was like six with my dad, so mm-hmm. pretty young. And then he was pretty. He just never talked about it. It wasn't like he's an atheist now or anything like that. It's just literally not a part of his our life. lives. Yeah. yeah, his life. So then it just was never a part of my life. Yeah. So it's all like, especially for around here, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a different spin. You know, most people yeah. like growing up were obviously Christian. Then <laughs> we're right. I went to Penn Manor High School. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't. So I was a bit of an outlier that way. Nice. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that's it. <laughs> but it's just different because I, I could see from the outside looking in. Yeah. is is It's just different from where how you must... I can't only imagine yeah. how you were raised. <laughs> it was weird. It was um, like the centerpiece of your kind of existence, I'm assuming. Yeah, that was yeah. like my whole like identity. Yeah, exactly. Until like... My whole identity was sports, you know what I yeah. mean? Which, not that that's healthier necessarily because they go no, away. No, it's probably healthier. In some ways, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> At least it was healthy in the if you, exercise aspect. If you stop believing in basketball, <laughs> you're not going to have like a, who am I? Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe. Existential crisis. You might have one, but. The, it happens when different. you can't play basketball anymore. That's where it becomes, yeah. you know, if your whole identity it didn't really happen to me with sports. Like, I, only, I was playing through high school, and then I went to Penn State. I wasn't going to play sports at Penn State. I wasn't that good, you know? Mm-hmm. But it did happen to me with my first band I played in. First, quote-unquote, like, real band. Because we were doing it, and, and at least in the... I certainly had the desire to for it to happen and be a, a full-time thing. Mm-hmm. We never, like, were even sniffing that being a possibility. But we did tour around a little bit, you know what I mean? But anyway, nice. it became my... That band became my whole identity because I I worked at another job and I didn't like the job and yada yada you know I was just like pouring everything into that yeah so when it came to an end I did have a bit of a I felt like well now what am I gonna do I'll never have that again yada yada you know I had to like do some searching of like finding the confidence because yeah. it takes a lot of time but then you're talking it was I don't know six seven years like I said so it was mm-hmm. I I was fully invested so I I had a a little while there was like depressed about it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like not like sulking, but like, well, there goes Morning. my art chance at doing art, you know, yeah. even though it's, it's not about making money. It's about expressing yourself yeah, creatively. Man. So you'll get laid. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just being a drummer is, is a little different because of the facts. Like I'm not writing songs. So mm-hmm. to like break up with a group where there's people writing songs and stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, where, who, what am I going to do? I'm going to write it myself. Yeah. That's not easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have turned to Jesus. 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I did have a soul-searching moment with, with that stuff, too. Like, I, I consider myself agnostic, which you could say is a fucking easy-ass answer, but... No, that's fine. I, I don't know. I, I tend myself more towards, like, Buddhism internal aspect, but that's not really about a god. Yeah. It's more about an internal thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I could see how what they're all trying to teach is the same, and I think there's more to life than just... You know, sex and well, yeah, going to work and bullshit like that. Sex and work. Yeah, I don't know that say that that's like, yeah, I think yeah. there's more. You know, I've taken enough psychedelic drugs to think that there's more going on. But nah. that being said, I don't think it's 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 I it's not the Bible's not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the sense, that it's like it's not, it didn't literally happen. Uh-huh. It's a it's a guidepost for you to the kingdom of heaven is within, my friend. Yeah, you know that the kind kingdom of, thing. of heaven is now, and men do not see it. <laughs> yes, there you go. You know, I, you know I kind way of more about that stuff. I kind of the details. Definitely believe in like a higher power after I did mushrooms. That's what I mean. It t- does connect you to something that's beyond yourself. Yeah, it's like it's not. But just it also me, trans. Man. Yeah, but it also transcends. Just like the sages have meant. Wait, I don't know. I can't. There's some famous <laughs> thing that I had, but I'll never remember. It wasn't Bill Cosby either. But it was basically, you know. They all, different cultures have a different name for it, but, you know, mm. there's something deeper that connects, you know, it's not Allah, it's not God as, as written, you mm. know what I mean? But they're all trying to put that idea into words, Yeah, you know what I mean? I think they see the same thing, it's just they, they have their own culture spin on it. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the different hippy flavors. dippy agnostic. No, thing. I, no, I've. I've thought about that too. Yeah. All paths up the same mountain sort of thing. Yeah, that's that that's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 So that's heady stuff. But anyway, like I said, I could see why people do it. It's just like it sucks for someone. It it almost it was nice for me because I could read about the different things and mm-hmm. and explore the different uh Options. religions from the outside looking in. Not that I was gonna become a Hindu or something, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like I just I had no preconceived notions about what any of the the stuff really was about, you know, mm-hmm. and it's even like reading things about the Bible and stuff like that. Like there's awesome things in there that can like help you in your life. Yeah. When you start living in like it's a fairy tale, like that's truly gonna, you know, it's like literally happened, <laughs> you know, yeah. then, then that might be an issue, but yeah, that's right. My I don't parents are, uh... yeah. Fundamentalists, I believe everything happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like it happened. Exactly as written. Yeah. I'm like, so, uh... so that's what the, that's where it makes it hard to connect with someone. Yeah. It's not that I don't agree with them in some ways. It's just like I don't think that's the literal story that how, yeah. how you're explaining is literally what happened. Because the dinosaurs. Look, <laughs> that that one's the hardest part to look past when they're like, yeah, dinosaurs didn't happen. You've seen the coloring book picture of like Jesus riding dinosaurs. <laughs> have you seen those I think before? I have, yeah. Oh man. I think there was like a Simpsons episode where like God God let like the devil like hide bones and like <laughs> <laughs> So they would like not believe in him. Yeah. Or something oh my like God. that. That's funny. Anyway, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I believe in a higher power, but like I don't agreed. Yeah, that's I'm not like a preachy guy. Like I don't give well, a even, shit. And there's there's people believe. that like that are Christian, you know, that you can talk to about it and aren't just like super judgmental fundamentalist, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Um I think my there's more open minded like people. That. 
Who? I think my therapist is oh, kind of really? like that. She's like a open, very liberal Christian lady. Yeah. I, 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 but she won't like admit that, okay. that she's Christian. She's very uh, she's secret. New agey. I think There's so. a bunch of like everyone I pretty much went to high school. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's more diverse now, but especially Penn Manor in the nineties and two thousands, you know what I mean? It was just all of the Southern end of Lancaster County Christian people. Yeah. But like going to church was like the cool thing for, um, I can remember, uh, the cool thing in like 10th grade, there became like this 10th, 11th grade there. Uh, the one guy's dad was a very charismatic preacher guy well he started this church and then like all the kids from school started going to that church Interesting. and it became i don't want to say every single it was like every person go but like the 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 most popular people for the most part were like this group that was like went to that church you know every week and it was like it was a weird and like that was certainly not a group i was going to fit into now i already had my friends and stuff and that wasn't part of that you know what i mean it wasn't like we were considered nerds because we didn't go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at these nerds not I know, to not church. going to church. But Fucking there was nerds. like a big, a big, like the biggest culture of probably the people that were considered the most popular were mm-hmm. this church going crew. Interesting. Whereas like I was more of like the jackass teenager football player. You know, I don't know. Like jackass the show jackass? Uh, not so much, but... <laughs> Smashing pumpkins and mailboxes uh-huh. and okay. eggs and dumb dumb shit that I'm not necessarily proud uh-huh. of now because uh-huh. I w- don't want my kids to do that shit. Yeah, I understand the now that I have my own property, I understand how fucking shitty that is. But yeah. dumb shit like that, yeah, that's fun. Though. So we were more of a yeah the counterculture, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but it was just weird. Like it wasn't just like hey, the, everyone on the basketball or soccer teams are cool. It was like hey, everyone mm. that goes to this church is cool interesting it was weird yeah hmm. like i said especially someone that did not could like i didn't fit into that at all because it wasn't yeah. like i was just gonna start going to church yeah you know maybe some people did but that wasn't where i was at yeah we were like hey i'm gonna not they, like, wreak havoc um, at my you know what i mean like yeah. sleep over at my buddies and take uh two old milwaukee's out of his dad's fridge to chug down mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd do dumb shit dmt Nah, I didn't. Yeah. Have you ever smoked DMT? Yes, I, I have. How but was uh, that? not way back then. Tell us about your DMT experience. It's amazing. It really is. I, the have, I have some. Rogan experience. I, I will say this allegedly. I, I have some in a cart I got. and uh, Right now? Not not with me here, but allegedly. Allegedly. On my, on my premises at home. Wow. I allegedly have some. That's cool. So maybe we could try it sometime. But um, <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. It's a, Maybe uh, once I move out, I'll do DMT with you. Yeah, well, it, no, yeah, yeah. No. It, it it really is like I try to. You can't explain it, obviously, but you know those airplanes that like go up real fast in the atmosphere and then shoot down, and you get like two minutes of weightlessness. Do you ever see that kind of thing? Like the pilot gets two minutes. Of no, the people in the back are hooked in, but they to simulate what it's like going into outer space. Uh, okay. They'll they'll do this thing um, where an like a airplane goes up really high and then it shoots down and because the atmosphere changes enough between like how high it goes and at certain point we could find a video it's it's not so important but Uh, most people know what i'm talking about (laughs) basically they simulate weightlessness but you go up really fast and you come down really fast okay so it's like 15 minutes but you like are tripping your phone i mean you're gone but but you're back to better but you're back to normal within like 15 like 10 15 minutes 
Are there like... It's really hard to explain, like I said, without that. But like can, yeah. when you would say like taking acid is like going to outer space, you know? Yeah. You don't necessarily, I don't know, trip as hard. Or or it's like... As acid? I never no, no, acid. DMT, like I, I've tripped harder on DMT than anything. Okay. Maybe mushrooms, but... <laughs> My point is, it's hard to explain without you doing it, but it's very fast. You yeah. go up really high, you get fucking high as fuck. Are there examples of people not coming back? I'm sure there are, but the there's there's minutes. examples of that with every psychedelic drug, so I don't know. Yeah. Not anyone I know, uh-huh. but I, I don't know that everyone loves it. Um, and I think sometimes what will happen is like you'll be nervous, and, and luckily you don't drink, but people will get drunk. Yeah. And then try to do it. Well, then they'll like throw up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know mm-hmm. that they don't come back, but it's not an enjoyable experience when you like take a drag and then you barf and then you're tripping your balls off. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's impossible to explain. But the fact that how quick it lasts, like you, you talk about a reset, like resets your mind, you know? Yeah. Like you could, you know, within half an hour, you could be like completely reset your mind. It would be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Like if once a week you had a little ritual, where you're like Sunday is at 12 to one 30 where, uh, DMT. Yeah. DMT and then you come time. out of it. Like so, your mind's so clear. Really? I don't think my mind's been clear since I was like 17. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and there's other things at play. Yeah. But like, as I know you've, as someone who's, well, you've tripped really hard on mushrooms. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, so just the one time. <laughs> anyway, I if you took a snippet a of that, which is hard that. to do, but yeah. if you a, a snippet of that, it's kind of what you, what you're gonna have. But it's not like that. At least for me, it was never that. Like this is never gonna go away. This is me now. This is terrible. I hate you know. And your mind divides. You never felt if, that. Not with the DMT. Nice. Like I've been a little nervous for sure, but like you're just like it, immersed in it, and it, it's really beautiful experience. Hmm. And then, I don't know, then your mind starts to come back to you and you're like, wow. But you're still, you know what I mean? Like, it's really, it's really like a quick blip, but it's yeah. really high peak for sure. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. That's another that way to That goes straight down. Yeah. With yeah, the like, airplane. Boom. And you blast. I mean, once it, you, you're like, you hold as long as you can, right? And then you blow it out and then it's just like, you're gone then. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, it'd be like a g-forces like zero to that's terrifying i know it's scary before but, you go through it but with the other side you're like telling everybody like me like this is great yeah <laughs> you know but i know how like i remember especially the first time um and i was alone it was just like one of those things i was like i knew it wasn't, it wasn't gonna last a while but i don't mm-hmm. know i got it and i was excited does so it I make snuck it feel off to like my garage and i blasted <laughs> in your garage yeah doesn't it like feel like longer than 15 minutes yeah you do kind of get lost in that uh-huh. uh in a sense like it is weird it, it, again i've never been really caught up in like this is taking forever aspect because it's like your mind is like switched completely i'm just saying complete ego death but you know what i mean your mind kind of flips to like you're not just thinking completely about internal things because like the world's coming at you i guess yeah and then uh, it, your mind starts to come back to you. And then by that point, you're like, that was incredible. I want to do that again. Um, so I don't know. I've never really had that in there in that. I've had it with other other drugs, mushrooms especially. Like, yeah. 
like, this is never ending and this is me now and I just want five minutes off and you know what I mean? Like I've had that happen to me before. Mm. Not with this. Again, I'm not saying that doesn't happen to people. I'm sure it does. I mean, it's the stuff, I mean, fucks you up for sure. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe in a few years. I don't think right now is a good time for me to be doing DMT. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the right circumstance, obviously. Yeah. You know, it's, but the nice thing about it is the, uh, the length. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the like, girth. And the girth. <laughs> Especially the girth. Yeah. It, it's just like the businessman's mushrooms. Kind of, yeah. Like I think of the, the vaporizer as like the businessman's high. Mm. Like it's not quite the same as smoking flour. Or I mean, I'm not really a dab guy. That's like shots, but yeah. You know, I don't really like dabs either. They no, get, I've done them. Yeah, the same. It's just it gets so goddamn fucked up. Yeah. It's like oppressive. It becomes oppressive. Like my buddy had one of those pens where you have to like clean it out all the time. Mm-hmm big old robot dick (laughs) but man that shit but i don't know i just never it seemed like a lot of work and it's it's too intense yeah basically i was just like for like no reason yeah it's like what am i i have things to do i i'd like to i appreciate the businessman side of it way more than the i have to sit here like i don't have that anymore i'm sure if i was in college and we were people were dabbing i would have been dabbing too you know yeah I was smoking bongs and doing as much as I could because all I do is sit around and not do anything, you know? Yeah. But at this point in my life, it's too much to yeah. sit around and fucking crank dabs. All of, like, the weed from, like, the dispensary is, like, the strongest shit ever, kind of. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it's like... Like, it's hard to find, like, a strain that's, like, under, like, 18% THC. Yeah. They, it's all, like, in the 20s and 30s now. I know. You're right. It's, uh... Getting it dialed in takes a little time, even if, you know, like I, the stuff I'm, I, most of the time these days I'm getting a sativa that's in like the mid twenties, but there was a couple of mm. times I got some that was like in the thirties Yeah, and it wasn't like I was incapacitated, but I was fucking high as hell, you know, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, this is too much like for a daytime. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, I'm smoking a lot of the day. I'm not like cranking you know it's not like i'm smoking 50 bowls throughout a day yeah but i mean i'm taking a drag you know around lunchtime probably or drag or two off a bowl and then rest of the day i'll be hitting it throughout you know Mm -hmm. so i have a nice continuous buzz but if it's too oppressive then it's like i can't just shut down yeah <clears throat> it is kind of like a shutdown. Like if you get really, really high, you're like, yeah, you're fuck, like, I, I just gotta go to bed. I <laughs> yeah, guess. I know. That's pretty much happens. I love sleep. Yeah. I end up, yeah, we're just staring at my phone or something. It's, it's such a waste of time. Yeah, but I can't really bring myself to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. So, what have you been uh, up to these days? Oh man, how was your week this week? It was all right. Work's, like, kind of slowing down. We had to lay somebody off. That sucks. Because mm. then I start to worry about, well, it's like I could be doing more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, again, I try to just, and sometimes it's hard, but I try to focus on what can I do better, you know, in uh-huh. most of these situations. Yeah. And it's obvious, like, with that, that, like, I could be, I should have been working harder, you know. Would that have saved it? I don't know. But I certainly wasn't putting in as much effort as I should have. So yeah. it's struggle because, yeah, that just sucks, you know. So that that was on me this week. 
I did go to. I went to blast off open mic on Tuesday. Uh, That's always that? fun. I I have a good time. Some people don't like it. And I get it. It's not like it was a great crowd, but she'll let you go ten minutes or more. Yeah. And uh, it. Like it's nice to be there. able to stretch out like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like comedy wise, like you might have a bit where you write a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if you're only going to have four or five minutes, you start cutting stuff out. But there, you know, you could try it all, Do it all. which is cool because yeah. sometimes you might cut something that is actually works and then you keep something that doesn't or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not by no means is it like the first one was packed and it was fun. But for the most part, it's pretty dead. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I don't know what there was there unless six, eight people maybe the other day. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's I, I like get being able to do. 10 minutes, try a bunch of new things mm-hmm. and then see what sticks. It's a great place to try new stuff because it's like, who gives a fuck what these people think? Yeah. And then, uh, comedy zone on Thursday was lit. It was actually a really this fun, Thursday? good crowd. Damn. Yeah. And the, and the, they were laughing, dude, it was fun. And there was a lot of people, I went like 18th and, and they were uh-huh. still like really into the, really into it. Hell yeah. So, and it's not always like that. You never know yeah. Look, with every open mic. It's really hard, especially once the weather's, turns warm you know like late spring in the summer is like definitely can be hit or miss with crowds yeah so people are getting italian ice and shit <laughs> yeah like in rita's ruining the comedy scene yeah yeah i mean i can't blame them yeah i there's no cultural experience like a comedy open mic no everyone should have to that should be mandatory experience for everybody for everyone yeah because like and there's there's nothing wrong with music open mics it's a great way but to cut your teeth but for the most part it's people playing cover songs you know which is is not a problem that's a great way to learn yeah but comedy we don't have that uh-huh you know you can't you're not doing covers Unless you're carlos mencia yeah right yeah you're just but you're still covers. yeah yeah you're doing secret covers yeah um so i don't know just seeing especially going to the comedy zone there's such a diverse amount of people you know what I mean? We have every race, every sexual orientation, everything mm-hmm. like covered there. So you get to see in a night, especially some nights, you know, there's 38 <laughs> people, but you get to see so much about like real, what's really happening in people's lives. It's yeah. not necessarily always funny, but it's certainly eye opening to be like, wow, yeah. either, the, either we're going through the same thing and we're totally different. That's why, you know, we're open-minded people, mm-hmm. but some people that are super closed minded that just think, you know, that's a, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't want to yeah. call it your parents, but I'm, you know, you I don't know if they, they love gay people. People like your parents that probably would be like, well, what is this gay person doing? You know what I mean? Or what or is this gay person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to fix my mom. So yeah. What are gay people doing right what now? Are, what is gay? <laughs> what or are even gay? like they're scared of black people or something like that, you know? Like I don't they, know they, they if wouldn't she's even. I, yeah, I, that's people. what I mean. I didn't mean to imply. My that dad's there. not. I can't. I can't really tell about my mom. Yeah. Well, he works here. If he works in Reading, he's probably. That's pretty diverse, I would imagine. Unless it's he a also school. like grew up in a more diverse. Yeah, that's a, what has a lot to do with it. You know, growing up like, yeah. around. My mom was around a lot of whites. Yeah. So she could might be get a little scared if she went showed up at rookies on a Wednesday. <laughs> Dude, yeah. rookies. She would be. She rookies would has be rookies. perpetual IPA specials on Wednesday. It's the cheapest. It's almost cheaper than going to Trogues and drinking it. How much is the it's IPAs? Eleven dollars for a pitcher, or oh, three. Fuck. Yeah, that's a lot. 
of uh, it's a lot of beer, but I mean, you have for eleven bucks. I know I mean, that's great too. Dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh, or, or they're three seventy five for for a normal glass, which is, you know, they're six dollars normally. So that's yeah, that's a great price. Anyway, I don't. I know you're not a drinker, so I won't talk too much about it. No, it's you okay. should come to rookie sometime. It's fun. I should come back. That's the I most fun. There once. It's it's not back. necessarily the best mic always, but it's like one of the it's, fun. It's always I think it's the most fun. My in my opinion, I should come um, back. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes just like any mic, you know. Sometimes there's a crowd. Sometimes there's not. But we mm-hmm. always have fun. <clears throat> so that one I like going to. For a while, I I'll had come myself back and I'll set bring up. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I was just gonna say I had myself on a good setup for a while there, where I was like I'd go to Phantom on Monday and then rookies on Wednesday and then comedy zone on Thursday. And so like I was hitting three different crowds uh-huh. and you know, it's still 45 minutes to Harrisburg. So it's not like it's yeah. close, but it's nice to like at the end of the week being like, Hey, this worked, this didn't, but I got to try it three times and at three different, you know, hopeful crowds. Yeah. You know, it's not like we are seeing a lot of the same people at those. So, and they're all like different crowds. Yeah, like, that's what I the mean. The comedy zone crowd is different than the rookies crowd. Yeah, you're not going to get the same people. So it's Phantom. yeah, you get it in one week. You can yeah, you know, it's not like we live in New York City where you could do five mics in a night and yeah, work out a bit. But I don't know. Do you want to move productive. to New York one day? I don't see it being feasible. Like I, I want to. I I'm enamored and love want. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's not a day that goes by where I'm like, man, I wish I was a comedian. Yeah. But I mean, realistically, I, I'm not. There's no. I'm not moving to New York anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like, okay, what's the next logical step for me? What where what I'm at? You know, I'm not completely entrenched in Central PA or by any stretch, but I at least have my foot in the door now. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, do I try to go to Philly or Baltimore? Maybe not, not move, but you know, start trying to, to be a freak when I'm like down there yeah. once in a while. Yeah, like get my foot in the door there. That's kind of where I'm at. I think is like the next step for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes some plan. You know, if I'm going to go to Philly one night, I can't. You know, I might only go to one mic that week or something. You know what I mean? There's a bit of a uh, there's logistics to it. Yeah, it's not like just like oh now I go to Philly four nights a week. You know, I, I wish yeah. it was, but it's not. I missed. I was thinking about doing Philly's funniest, but I I missed the sign up. I know that's not an open mic, but I yeah. mean it was something to like force me to go down there. I signed up for the. You did. Oh, nice. I had to lie about my address because <laughs> they're doing like a twenty minute radius oh. from Philly. So I just. Oh, are they? So oh, I wouldn't have made it either I, then. I just lied. Um. I just typed in low income housing in Philly oh, and uh, okay. the first for sale. And then I <laughs> put the first one I saw in there. That's amazing. Oh, man. No, I never thought of that. I did say it's like it said local to Philly, but I just, like I said, I looked and I was past the date. So I just mm-hmm. browsed it a little bit. Yeah. And it did say local to Philly, but I just took that to mean they considered Lancaster local enough. That's what I, that, they, because they did, did they must have in the last couple years, right? Yeah, I, I didn't do it last year because I was in rehab, but the year before I did it, and like I didn't have to lie about my address, so right. they're cutting back, I yeah. think. Yeah, they, pro- I, I, they get so many entries now, yeah. they can't do them all. Yeah. I told my mom, I was like, I lied about my address, and she was like, Tyler, you can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy. I was like, I got in. So. 32 Hail Marys. Yeah. What, what we is weren't your... Catholic though, so we didn't do Hail Marys. Oh, you were Catholic? No, we weren't. Oh, you weren't. Okay. We, oh, would, we can you. just talk to the Lord. Just be like, yo. You don't even have to go to God, church. Sorry, yeah. I lied yeah. about <laughs> my address for the place funniest. If I win, if you let me win, I'll never lie again. <laughs> if I'll never lie again. <laughs> That's cool. Does he ever grant any wishes? Like Genie, no, genie I don't Jesus? Think so. Judge Genie Jesus? Judge Genie Jesus. <laughs> you have to like rub his lamp from the come on to Comes the stand. His lamp is like, yeah, like a candlelit. I, I went to church, and it must have been Catholic, but my buddy, like yeah, my best friend. I thought you were friend, raised Catholic. I don't know. Did, no. I like I said, my, I, my grandparents were um, very religious, whatever, but at least from what I understand, I don't know enough about Catholic, but I don't think Catholics are very outwardly spoken about religion at least as much as some of the other religions christian yeah. christian religions you know what i mean it's not necessarily their whole identity yeah it's a you know they, they kind of do it in private and mm. it's not like they they're not lying Showed about their stuff faces. but right you yeah. know they're at church every sunday they're at and, they're not they're, they're not pr- the ones putting out those jesus heads no no <laughs> no Catholics. yeah they're they don't give a shit yeah. <laughs> no but uh yeah so that you know my grandparents never once said anything to me mm-hmm. about church or mm-hmm. my grandma my jewish grandma like she would bring it up once in a while but i got no push from other sides but my best friend when i was a little kid like he lived two doors up he was catholic so i went a couple saturdays i can remember i would go to dinner with them and then we would go to church mm-hmm. and then uh, i'd stay over at his house the only thing I really remember is like I was pretty I was in elementary school I wasn't like first grade but I might have been fourth fifth grade mm-hmm. um, I just remember I wasn't allowed to go up because I wasn't baptized I was <laughs> that's the only thing that really sticks yeah. in my mind was like me just sitting there by myself where a big line form mm-hmm. and I was like <laughs> it was a pretty big church it's St Mary's in downtown Lancaster it's a pretty uh-huh. I think it's called St Mary's it's it's like not far off a of, uh, the square. Uh, near Telus and whatnot. Anyway, uh, that was what sticks out. The most. <laughs> you know, I was curious about it because I people would talk about it as, yeah. as a kid, but I, you know, I wasn't that curious about it. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, it was it was just like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. So I, yeah, I like I picked up pieces of it, but I never really put together the puzzle. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> A good, good friend of mine who is like an outspoken atheist, which doesn't matter, but he became born again. Mm-hmm. Now, he's been, this was almost 20 years ago now, probably, at least 15 years ago. Like, we were um, probably out of college, I think, maybe in college, out of college. But uh, he became born again, and then it was just like the most annoying. I lived with him at the time. Yeah. And Jesus, wouldn't you know, every, every, con- they're so over the top. It's just like someone... A lot of people, when they become something new, they're just like proselytizing. But mm. it was so terrible to like live with this because everything had to be related to him and his faith and yeah. how we weren't. Uh, like I was dating my wife at the time; we were we weren't married yet. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Well, have you ever thought about the Lord in your relationship and stuff like that?" Yeah, like we're doing dishes in our scuzzhole apartment. This <laughs> is like, are you serious right like, now, dude? Like, how would you? Do these dishes in a Christ <laughs> yeah, way? Right. Oh my gosh, it was it was brutal, and I I don't take it out on him like and in and, and he's great now, 
Uh-huh. But, and he wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I disliked him then, but that was such an annoying aspect of my life for a little while. Yeah. That I re- like, I wasn't going to go, but it was like, after you, even if there was a 1% chance of me going to church now that you've <laughs> been born again, I'm, there's a zero. Yeah. Because you're so annoying about it. Uh, born again people are it's so, pretty annoying about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Come to find out, my grandfather was boined again. Born boined. again. Boined. He was, <laughs> he was boined, boined again. again. Boined again. He was very fat. <laughs> uh, so he might have been that annoying asshole. So I shouldn't talk about it because I love I love my grandfather. So mm-hmm. it happens. But I love my grandfather too. They're both dead though. Are they? Push me to the are. edge. Oh, my grandpa's dead. <laughs> both of mine are too. Now you say that. My dad's dad died before I was born, or maybe I was like one or two. I never I never even knew him. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, don't become. If there's any message to this podcast, it's don't be born again. <laughs> Either stick with it or, or don't. <laughs> or become just like a silent Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Right. There you go. Silent Catholic. That's what I'm liking. Yeah. I can handle that. We did just hit an hour. Did we? Why don't we? I, before I have to get a divorce over this, why don't we? Uh, You're not gonna do. You didn't say anything bad about your wife. I know. Oh, because you're going to be late? Uh, okay, well, they're running behind anyway, so it's a beautiful thing. I didn't want to rush. Like I said, it was, my wife is a saint about this comedy stuff. I, I mm-hmm. you know, and there's times I get frustrated by things, and I sure as hell know she does. Yeah. Um, so that's why, like, something like Phantom Power, being able to go down after the kids go to bed, that is such a beautiful thing for me. Yeah. Like, having that, like, outlet to do that. The mm-hmm. blast off is nice because I, I can get over there and get a set in and then I'm home at least before the oldest goes to bed. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like still trying to fit that stuff in, but, uh, well, that's nice to have like a partner that like, I don't she chill get, with that. Stuff. Yeah. I don't want to say she gets it, <laughs> uh-huh. but she is cool. Now when I, you know, like when we met, I was playing drums though. I wasn't, uh, in a band per se, or like the ser- the band got more serious as I was in it, you know. Uh-huh. So, but she did go through that where I was like doing a lot of music and stuff. But yeah. you know, obviously, with everything, the kids make it harder. Sure. A because I do want to be with them. B it's like I know how hard it is to just be like, hey, take care of both of these kids. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just a lot. You know what I mean? It's the fucking they're little kids. They're dependent on you for things. So yeah, you're busy constantly. It sucks. So. Yeah. Uh, that being said, there's like times where it gets frustrating, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I think I deserve my own way, yeah. which is probably my religion of being a selfish baby. Hey, everyone's a selfish baby. <laughs> One day I'll be boing again. Boing again, selfish babies. <laughs> boing again, selfish baby. That's like nice though. Like, I don't know. The people that I've dated, I feel like weren't that cool about going out at night. Yeah. So I think that's part of why I've like not found like a relationship. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's like hard to find one anyway, I guess. But definitely, like, you have to be with. It's obviously important to you. Yeah. And if they don't understand that, and they think it's just some little game that you're playing, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you could probably define comedy for me as a hobby, but in my head, it's just like the job I don't get paid for. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It, not that I put in that much time, but I put up that much like mental effort to one. But, yeah. but not even yes, writing some, but more just like dreaming about like, oh man, 
listen to somebody's pod, like I'll listen to whoever, Bob, Bill Burr's podcast. Like, God damn, this guy's life is amazing. Yeah. You know? Or Stavi, you listen to Stavi's podcast? Not Dude, really. he's so funny. I like to come town. Yeah. I, I never, my buddies told me about that, but I never, um, I never really checked it out. Um, that sounds funny. I'm sure it's hilarious. Because I've seen Nick Mullen's stuff, and he's funny, mm-hmm. and Stavi's so funny, so. Anyway, I, like I said, in my head, I'm much farther along. And yeah. I dream about it for sure. So. Yeah. But then, like, reality comes crashing back in. Like like I said, I'm not just going to get up and move to New York City. So yeah. that doesn't mean you can't do comedy stuff. I look at stuff. Like, the real... I learned it when I was doing music. Like, in your head, you think, oh, someone that, that is a musician, well, they're a rock star, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, 1% of musicians are rock stars. The average person that calls themselves... That makes their living as a musician teaches mm-hmm. uh you know does gigs or runs open mics or does whatever so yeah. you know that's really what would technically be the goal even though in your head you want to be the you know for you you want to be the fucking the weekend right <laughs> or whatever <laughs> if you were kind a musician of, if i was the musician yeah right i'm just saying like you know what i mean like yeah. but for every one of him there's ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine million, <laughs> you know whatever yeah. the people that like that make an honest living doing it by teaching and doing cover bands. And, you know, mm-hmm. they're not playing in original bands touring, you know, with the Foo Fighters. Yeah. It's the same with comedy. A guy like Jay Yoder, that's how you become a professional comedian. If your calendar is full every fucking day yeah. and you're getting paid to do those to do gigs, it. that's how you can make the leap into being a professional. Then you hope to build it and become, but he's building like the perfect foundation of. Yeah. How you would, how you, at least for a guy my age, how it would be done. I don't know like how he does that. I don't know either. I don't. He's done more, he'd done more shows in a week than I've done total. <laughs> yeah. He started like the same week I did too. Cause I think Soul Jules opened up apparently the same week Phantom Power did. Mm-hmm. Open mic. They were doing their outside thing. And I think that was his first open mic. Wow. And he's like, you know, light years beyond so he is Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> he's committed to it. So anyway, that's a much more realistic idea of it. Mm-hmm. That being said, I want to be bigger than Jay. <laughs> yeah, not not weight, but <laughs> no. I just mean like I don't. I dream of being that guy that's like the biggest name in comedy, and everyone thinks you're brilliant. Yeah, that's not the, the dream for me. Isn't just like being a a regular comedian, but yeah. it's an actual, that's how, like, realistically how it would happen. For my, my dream is to be, like, a regular comedian. There my dream is to be, like, Make Joe List. 65000 a year. Joe List. He probably makes good living, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he, Joe List is way different. Like, he's touring, doing his own club shows now, headlining. Mm-hmm. Jay's not at that point. He could work his way up, but I mean, Jay still is making a D. De- I, I mean, it's not about the money, but I just mean like if you were going to be an adult and mm-hmm. you're living as comedy, it's if you could live here till you're fifty and you just like tour Man. around in your car, you could make it doing, you know. What if I was like? Just, so I'm just saying, like you're doing shows, making forty bucks a night, like you could, yeah. But once you have your own place and some other responsibilities, then you got to at least make a little bread. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got to move out. Yeah, I hear you. 
I mean, if I could be David Tell, that would be perfect. Like, he's not the most famous comedian, but for me, you know what I mean? And whoever your favorite comedian is the same way, but, like, he's just yeah. so brilliant. Like, I want to be the funniest, mm-hmm. but I also would, like, you know, that what that brings along is, like, a career where you're, yeah. like, I don't need a big house or anything. But, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want another job. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, where comedy is your only job. That would be amazing. That, yeah. that's, that would be the goal. Me but too. that's what I'm saying. The path of Jay Yoder is much more attainable than the path for me. Mm-hmm. For you, why not move to New York City? I mean, obviously you need a job. True. But or Let's Philly, think about Austin, maybe Austin. I mean, a city, any city, big city like like Philadelphia wouldn't be bad. Yeah. You know, to get your foot in the door, work for Shane Gillis. Yeah, I like Philly, but like I don't want to live yeah. in Philly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Philly. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. I'm sure any, you know, Austin's the big dog right now. Mm -hmm. And New York and LA, those are the big dogs. It's way cheaper to move to Austin than New York, which is my thinking. Yeah. I don't, I think it's going up. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah. Gentrification. Gentrification. Joe Rogan. Smoking DMT with Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's. Making all the fucking prices rise up. <laughs> yeah, he is. This DMT smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's legal there, I'll move. DMT? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be legal in Texas oh. for a long time. Yeah, probably not. That's That was... Just they are legalizing... Or Mushrooms in like Oakland and yeah. Denver and stuff. That's and ketamine. I've never done ketamine. That's an interesting one. Have you tried it? So when I was in college, yeah. When I was in college, but just running around with people, but the dude was dealing ecstasy and ketamine. <laughs> so he would get it from the vet in a little vial and then microwave it. And it comes out this like pink a, powder. You get it from the vet? He was getting it from the vet. Some, you know, vet where he would pay. That's this was now you're talking in like 2001. So like, uh-huh. I, not that it wasn't around, but the, the, the heat on it now for yeah. a vet, you know, would be way harder probably to get by than it was then. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, he would get a box and then he was selling it mainly, but we would do it for free. Twelve dollar mm-hmm. ecstasy pills, which is a fucking bargain. I promise you that. Wow. <laughs> he sell them for twenty. We give we get street price at twelve. Those were the That's days when in college. Yeah. It's hard I to explain it. Ketamine like this is, it feels like your brain's like I know you're no one can see this, but it like feels like your brain's out here. Mm-hmm. Your body's kind of separated from it. It's like disassociates you from your body. If that yes, makes sense. you're like looking at yourself. Kind like of feels like you're third person, almost kinda. in a way. Like you, you feel like, yeah, you feel mm. like yourself, but at the same time, it feels like your body's being automated. I don't know if I would like that. I it's, think I already do that enough. Maybe disassociate. Yeah, it's not the same as like a. It's more of a. It's something you would do like while you're doing something else. I think having a little bit, but like doing it on its own I, some people do i'm sure but for me i don't it's not really the the beef of the matter yeah but if you were on ecstasy and someone's like hey you want to do a little k and then you're like all right <laughs> mm. those are the days buddy i do before i die i do want to try mdma the hard part is getting real stuff yeah you can buy a testing kit right? yeah it, it, it sounds silly but like yeah when i was like back then in college when i was doing a lot of that stuff it was like you didn't really have to worry about it. I'm sure a little bit, but it wasn't the same. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You trusted the person that got it and, yeah. you know, like real ecstasy pills and not just like meth, pressed meth. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. 
feel like back in the day, like you could trust your like drug dealer more. Yeah. Well, they don't know. I mean, that's, maybe that's what Trump meant when he said "Make America Great <laughs> yeah, Again." Right. Like, damn it, he was all right all along. Back in my day, we trusted our Molly dealers. Yeah. We want to get fentanyl <laughs> yeah. in our shit. This is bullshit. <laughs> damn. That's what he's no. this twenty. He's running on twenty twenty four. Is he actually running? Yeah. He, oh yeah, he's running. Ah uh, fuck. Dude, well, the only. I stopped watching the news after yeah, I got out of rehab. Yeah, good for you. You're not missing anything. I, I stopped watching too, but it's a, it's a mess. But I'm pretty sure Biden said he's running. The only Jesus. the only hope for Democrats, and this is obviously my completely non-expert opinion, mm-hmm. is that DeSantis runs at the Florida guy. He's a governor of Florida. And the Republicans nominate him. And then Trump's so mad he runs as an independent and kind of sabotages DeSantis. Like and then the Democrat win. And then, then the Democrat will win. Which would be Biden. They're Biden. they're talking about running. Biden said he's going to do it. Damn, how old is he? Like eighty? I think he's eighty-two right now. Eighty-two. Dude, so he's completely unfit. Like it's sad. Eighty-seven. I by the time he's done, if he wins. Yeah. He might be huh. eighty-eight. Maybe it's eighty-seven, eighty-eight, depending on. If he's eighty-two, you're right. Yeah. Damn. It's a. It's it's a sad state of affairs. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Like we have a fucking. Dementia. Retard. <laughs> Trump's the retard, and uh, two retards and a, a geriatric like, like this way, Grandpa. Like, you know, sure, Grandpa. Do you eat think, your soup? You know, like, you like think, it's just nuts. It's, it's how does it get to this point where we, those are the people we have to choose from? I don't know. It's that's everything's bought and paid for. And oh yeah, absolutely. A, a much deeper issue. But. Do you think he's gonna pick? Pence again after he like threw him under the bus no I think January he'll try 6th. to pick uh, his the Republicans dream is a black vice president a, yeah like a, a black female candidate especially I think because that's like there's you know they get the knock from not being as diverse which they're not mm-hmm. so they like cream their pants over that idea so I think they'll try to find either a man or woman that's black to, for him to run with as unless, VP. as VP, like I said, unless DeSantis goes and wins the nomination, then they still may try to do that. But then, True. I don't know, Trump would be an independent, and then, then he, he's on his own. Knowing him, he'd pick fucking, you know, Vince McMahon or something like yeah. He's like such a fucking psychopath that he would, he's just going to pick someone that's going to say yes to whatever he says. I think Ben Carson would say yes? Ben Carson probably would suck yeah. his dick to get to that spot. That being said, like I, I think that whoever wins a Republican nomination, then you know Ben Carson would be. But if Trump has to go independent, I think all bets are off. Yeah. Somebody sent me this clip of him. Like, someone's like, "You said, you know, blah blah blah, and stars can grab him by the pussy." And then it's his. It's like a deposition. I'm talking about. It. It's like, well, I find that to be true. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. He's like, well, and they're like, are you saying? stars can do it he's like well in the last million years you know say it's right say it's wrong but that's what stars have been doing he's just mm-hmm. like i gotta give you gotta give him credit for the balls he has he's a fucking he's he is he's funny yeah exactly but, like he's a menace to society but yeah like he is so dur- he's menace. so megalomaniac like, he's like the video game bully remember that video no. game rockstar games 
same people that made GTA. Yeah, I remember right then. Just for this like asshole kid who goes to, like a boarding school and like beats <laughs> the shit out of everyone. But he's kind of funny. It's yeah. kind of what Trump is. Uh, that's great. Yeah, it's exactly what he is. It's what he is. Like, he's everyone hates him in the school, but like he gets like good grades because he like cheats on the tests. <laughs> that's kind of what Trump is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know shit about politics. I I don't know him that much. You know, I lean like because it's mainly the the Christianity aspect of Republicans that mm-hmm. that's what turns me off. Yeah, I'm not so against many, like, all their stuff, but I don't fake think fake fucking yeah Christian Republicans. Yeah, are fucking and I say. yeah, there's that. It's such a fucking ruse of them using it to their advantage. Yeah, and just raping and pillaging, and then there's mm-hmm. the idea that it should r- rule the land. You know, yeah. like I just that has in my normal person opinion that has no the bible should have nothing to do with daily governing yeah you know you can be it's religious not. all you want but i shouldn't have to be religious too it doesn't make yeah. any sense so that's what a free country is so that's, that's what turns me off about that party it's not like i disagree with every idea they've ever had but yeah even in the bible it says like give to caesar like what is caesar's mm-hmm. which is like Basically, like, live your life for God, but, like, don't be, like... Don't try to... Expect other people to do yeah. the same shit, right. I feel like. Yeah. Well, that, that That's the way I interpret it. Well, there's so know. many parts that they've, yeah, they've taken and used for their own meaning, you know what yeah. I Because mean? Jesus was a... Jesus he wasn't hated, rich. hated the gays. <laughs> yeah. And he loved rich people. He, that, he was... That's all he cared he about. He loved white, rich people. <laughs> exclusively. Yeah. Who doesn't? Oh, man. No, as long as white rich people continue on as the master race, we'll be fine. Jesus, that's, that's what kinda, Jesus I feel like that's kind of what my brother, de- brother believes, Loki. In a white Jesus? Yeah, he'll, he, yes, he definitely <laughs> believes in white Jesus. White judge. Judge Jesus. Genie Jesus. <laughs> white judge. Yeah. Would, judge so you're, Jesus you think executioner. Like, if, like, I know it's impossible to make this happen, but if, like, the actual Jesus who's, like, the... Jewish, you know, caveman looking dude that mm-hmm. he would have actually been walked in and said, I'm Jesus. You think your brother would be like, This is. He'd probably be really disappointed. Yeah. Or yeah. he wouldn't believe Yeah, it. that's what I mean. You'd, yeah, you'd be like, What? Like, nah. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Why aren't your eyes blue? <laughs> You're right. Where's that luscious long hair I've come to know and love? It's like, like, I feel like Hitler believed in like a white Jesus. No, def- definitely, definitely. There's been, like, you start to. You want to see yourself in them, and like he was made in your image, or you were made in his image, I guess, right? Yeah. But then you start to like dilute the facts and change the facts, and it's like, well, if you want to say Jesus is real, that's fine. But then he was a Jew from the year, you know, thirty BC or whatever. So, what did Jews in the Middle East look like? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's no, no. I've seen the photos of the yeah, the historically accurate Jesus. He's like a fucking. I'm cool. I'm cool. However, he looks. Yeah, that's okay. He could be purple. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're so progressive. <laughs> Here's a purple Jew from the Israel. The Purple Hoodie Podcast. <laughs> you should change it in honor of Jesus. The purple oh, yeah. Jesus. He's like the Hamburglar. <laughs> or no, what's it? Grimace. Grimace, right? Not the Hamburglar. All right. That's funny. Do you want to end on that Grimace? Yeah, thing? let's do it. What is it? Oh, 120. Wow. Perfect. That's pretty good. Hell yeah. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate for, you, brother. Uh, Thanks for having me, My hand's asleep. That's all right. I I've been piss sitting so on it. No, I haven't. All right. So I can masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Do you have any shows coming up? I'm on Shit in a Hat on May 17th. May 17th. Which this will be up by then. Oh, good. So I'll be there. That's it. I got to try to get some more in the old calorie now. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's it. I don't have a show but, until June. No, that's cool. At least you got something on the calendar, though. Something to look forward to. You have something on the calendar? The- I know. It's just a little different, you know. True. Not that I'm not excited. I'm I'm stoked to be on it. It's what just day is that? The 17th? May seventeenth, Wednesday, May 17th. At the Comedy Zone. Come out to Boomerangs on May seventeenth to see Matt Blank perform, starring, improvised comedy, <laughs> writing. I'll probably four to be six there. topics worth of commentary. Now they're always fun. I usually what I, I'm not on them I'll, most of the time. I've been on a couple, but I would hit go hit rookies, do my get time in there, and then shoot down and catch the end and mm. shit in the hat. It's only like ten minutes apart, but oh, uh, really? yeah, they're they're close. It's like ten or twelve minutes. Uh, anyway, I won't be doing that because I'm on the show. Don't miss it. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, love you, buddy. I'll be there. Love you, Matt. All right, I'll see later. You. I'll put your uh, fucking Instagram handle in the oh yeah at Richard Awesome at Richard Awesome. Okay, All right. love you, bud. Thank you for listening. Love you too.